we are a proud member of the 143 Podcast Network. The Cheers to Comics Podcast is proudly affiliated with NSCLiveTV.com. That's No Signal Comics. NSCLiveTV.com. Find the Cheers to Comics Podcast on channel 34 of NSCLiveTV.com. No Signal Comics. The best in auction action. Well, hello again, Slurds. Welcome back to the Church to Comics Podcast. I am your host, Brian Wayne, and this is the 206th episode, I do believe. This is a pro... pro... Polis Priorities episode. This episode, I'll be going over the final order cutoffs for the due on the 6th of July, as well as the books due to release on the 8th of July. So, uh, yeah, before I get into that, I gotta shout out my sponsor, that being Hooked on Comics. Hooked on Comics proudly brings you some of the best auction action the internet has to offer on Tuesdays and Saturdays. Tuesdays at 5 Eastern, Saturdays at 7 Eastern. Uh, what to expect? Well, quality for one. Uh, the hosts are always a great time. Uh, I, I love the interacting with John and Mary and you know all of them. Uh, super generous people. Very generous people. They're they're <laughs> just great deals all around. So proud sponsor of the podcast. Uh, brought to me to bring to you by NSCLiveTV.com. You're home for the best in auction action. And once again, that's Hooked on Comics. You find them at NSCLiveTV.com, uh, as well as the Hooked on Comics Facebook page. And you can also catch their feeds and auctions being shared out in the Cheers to Comics Facebook group as well. So be sure to join in there. All right, now let's get on with next week's happenings. Now, these are the books that, and by no means is this everything on the list, but it is a good portion of it, and I do my best uh, and do my due diligence <laughs> as quickly as I can, but still inform you as much as I can, uh, just to make sure you don't miss out on anything. I know I suffer from FOMO big time. Big time. I get mad when I miss out on books that were right under my nose. So if, you know, I'm not here to hype up everything by any means, but if there's something I'm super friggin' stoked on, then you're gonna hear me hype it up. So, alright, the first part of this program I'm reading from Previews World. This is the final order cutoffs for the 6th of July. Now, I'm starting with Vault Comics. We got a couple, uh, couple covers on Bleed Them Dry number 2. For whatever reason, I could have swore I added this to the, my pull list, but I guess not. Uh, oh, I, I, maybe I could see now. Uh, but yeah, no, it's got a ninja vampire and all that good stuff. So, yeah, uh, issue two is on the FOC. So, um, you know, before I continue on with the FOCs, I got a... Uh, for those of you who aren't familiar, that's final order cutoffs. These are the books that... Um, the shops have to place the amount of orders they do. And that... that dictates how many books get printed now say only half of the people that want the book actually pre-order it and maybe the shops only order I don't know 25% of the amount to put on the shelves probably less than that from the people that did pre-order it 
then that still creates a 25% chance that you're not going to get this book by pre-ordering it. Uh, at least according to my math. I'm really stupid. It's at least a 25% chance. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, it's... <sighs> yeah, I guess if you don't pre-order it, the chances would be 50-50. But th those aren't good odds. Those aren't good odds. Fact is, it's important to order these books. Um, if people wonder why, well, shit, why did that go into a second printing? It's because nobody fucking ordered the first copy, but everybody wanted it and bought it. Uh, you get the first print, if you're interested in something, just fucking pre-order it. You get a discount, more than likely. There's a damn good chance you're gonna get a discount. That's why Diamond is still in business and no one's been able to compete, is because Diamond offers discounts nobody else can match. So, yeah. Uh, well, alright, well, I'm gonna continue. I just, I just wanna make sure that you guys know how important it is to pre-order books. And these orders are due to Diamond by midnight eastern time. So, you know, I would imagine that the shop's only w putting those orders in until, you know, the time they close. And then after that, shit, you might be out of luck. At least that's how it works with mine. Alright, uh, now that I'm done yelling at you... <laughs> Let's carry on. Uh, let's go Valiant. We've got some Valiants on the FOC. We've got Doctor Tomorrow, number four of five. Um, two covers to choose from there. Uh, Rocafort and La Fuente doing the covers. Uh, yeah, no, this is an a series that I'm going to read in its entirety when it's all done. I like Valiant and what they're doing, and I'm loving the characters that they're introducing to me that I just kind of missed out on to begin with, like Quantum and Woody and all that good stuff. So I'll check out Doc tomorrow, Doctor Tomorrow. I'll see what's up with that in a little bit. But first, we're going to talk about Oni Press. From Oni Press, Rogue Planet number 3 is on the FOC, and Shadow Roads number 9 on the FOC. Let's go up to Dynamite. Maybe. Yep, there it is. No, oh, that's dynamic. I can't spell for shit. Uh, the Boys. Uh, we've got The Boys, Dear Becky. There are three covers to choose from, but one of them is an FOC exclusive. Now, another reason and incentive to get in on the FOCs, because you have the opportunity to pre-order books. These aren't, these are books that are covers that, um, uh, shops really only order unless somebody else orders it. Uh, I don't know, It's at least that's how mine works, they don't order a lot of the FOCs, and, or at least they don't put a lot of them on the shelf, they only get what's ordered. Uh, I have been getting the FOCs on the Dear Becky books, so, yeah, I don't know, I just think it's kind of cool, they're a little bit more rare, especially right now when things are being printed in less volumes, so, or <laughs> a smaller volume is what I mean to say. <laughs> Sorry, that's confusing when you're talking books and whatnot using... Yeah, science. Uh, and that's that's about all I'm gonna talk about for dynamite. Uh, I guess they got a Deja Thoris book with uh, E, five covers. One, two, yep, five covers. And then there's something else too for like fifty bucks. I'm sure. Oh wait, no, there's more. Hold on, it just got cut off for a second. Uh, James Bond number six. Got to talk James Bond. Uh, da, da, da. Of course, there's going to be some Red Sonia and some Vampirella. Uh, Sacred Six, number two. I'm kind of curious to see what Sacred Six is. I'm pretty sure I picked up number one. 
I don't remember. It looks gnarly, though. It's dynamite, so it's probably going to be sexy. And yeah, no, that's dynamite. That's dynamite for you on the FOC. I say the big book out of dynamite to, you know, you really want to jump on is the FOC exclusive variant, probably. It's just a virgin cover of cover A, but still, I collect virgin covers, so, yeah, I'm actually looking at my, uh, my, my number two right now, FOC variant, as, uh, yeah, as, as we speak. Carrying on. Boom. Boom, Studios. We got Firefly number 18. Two covers to choose from there. We got Ghost of the LA number 11 to 12. Sorry, I'm in auction mode. I'm preparing for an auction. <laughs> uh, Ghost of the LA number 11 of 12. Two covers to choose from there. Ooh. Alright, so Mega Man fully charged. And there are some incentive covers to choose. Ooh, alright. One, two, three, four, five covers to choose from, four of which I am not pr uh, presented images. Uh, cover A, though, just looks amazing. Who did that? I gotta look. Tony Infante. That's pretty rad. I don't know, I'm old, so I, I like, you know, Mega Man game and shit, you know. But it's all, you got all these foil variants and stuff, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Alright, carrying on. Uh, oh, we've got Antarctic. Antarctic. Uh, we've got Gold Digger number 274, and we've also got Horror Comics number 3. Two covers to choose from there. Uh, Bradley Golden has been on the podcast, and looks like one of his stories is going to be featured in Horror Comics this week. I would imagine, uh, just based off that, that cover, it's the same cover of his Leave the Light On. So yeah, there you go. And then there's like that cover B is fucking amazing. It's the skinless cell variant. I don't know, it's badass. Uh, but yeah, if you're into horror comics, then boom. Uh, also, Strongbox Big Bad Book of Boom, number eight of eight. So Strongbox Big Bad Book of Boom is wrapping up. Well, let's move on up to Aftershock. The Aftershock comics. We've got Dark Arc After Flood, number five. And God Killers number four. I read the first two issues of God Killers, and that shit is crazy. The art is unbelievable. Don't really know what's going on, though. It's just based off the two issues. Like, I get it. Something bad's happening, but uh, I think I'm just too distracted by all the crazy gore and amazing artwork for... <laughs> I guess uh, art can be too good. Art can be too good. That's a thing. That's a thing. It's still on my pull list. I just... I haven't gotten to number three yet, because number two just... I, I I couldn't... I went to... I was taking notes during it, and I was like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> it was goalie and awesome. That's not a bad thing, though. Action Lab Danger Zone. Uh, I set it out of tune, so I can't get sued. Uh, <laughs> Villains Seeking Hero, number one. One cover to choose from. You know what? I'm into it. Uh, I, I dig Action Lab Danger Zone. Something tells me this is going to be off the rails. What does it say? Louis Southard and Ben Matsuya. So once a respected and feared pillar of the supervillain community, the middle-aged veteran baddie known as Monster Molecule is being swallowed up by his own professional downward spiral. 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 Fortunately for the villain, a second chance arrives with him being the leader of a new team called the Frightening Five. Frick yes. I'm into it, man. I'm into it. 
two, three, four, five, six. Who's number one? Oh, oh, that poor guy on the right. Look, one of these things is not like the other. He's just like poor Walmart cart pusher greeter guy. Maybe he's stuck shelves or something. I don't know. Maybe he's a checkout guy. He's probably the checkout guy I would get every time because he looks like he's just lost. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going to be pre-ordering Villain Seeking Hero. No doubts about it, eh? Well, let's scoot on up to Hadidabia. And we're going to go Kill Lock number six of six. Uh, dope book. I read the first issue, and I, once, it, once again, it was one of those things where the art was just too good. But there was so much of it in there, I felt like it needed to be blown up. So what I kind of want to do is get this digitally and project it because the art is just so detailed. <laughs> so detailed. I feel like reading it in 11 by 7 just doesn't do it justice. And that distracted me enough to not really uh, uh, be as into the story, knowing that the story was still good. I knew that the story was still good. I just kept thinking, like, fuck, I wish this art was bigger. That's all. This is one of the few times you'll hear me say better in digital, but I still have all the paper copies, don't you worry. We've got Pandemica, number 505. On the nose much, Jonathan Mayberry and Alex Sanchez? So touch me, I'm sick. A wave of wild mutations threatens to wipe out everyone in North America, maybe the world, as Danisa and an infected mystery child, Maya, fight to survive. Will Donista reach the lighthouse in time to help the rogue scientists find a cure? It's the end of the world as we know it, and no one feels fine. Says the preview. Pandemica. Wow, I kind of wish I would have got on number one there. Trade weight. Sleeping Beauties at number two of ten. I did go ahead and get Sleeping Beauties. I got it late. I didn't pre-order it. I had to buy it second hand. had to pay full price. Uh, but it is now on my pull list. I haven't got the chance to read it yet, because it just arrived in the mail. But, 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 I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be into this one, I think. I really do. Uh, we've got the ongoing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, two covers to choose from there, one of which, and that's number 107, by the way, one of which being an Eastman cover, Kevin Eastman. Transformers vs. Tominator, number three of four, two covers to choose from there. And Osagi Yojimbo, Color Classics, number five of seven. One cover. Uh, no, there's more. All right, that's it for the indies. Let's talk big two. Big two FOCs. I'm still using Previews World for Marvel, thankfully. Amazing Spider-Man, number 45. Uh, ooh, there's a Bagley variant on that. 45 issues already. That's crazy. Let's... Jesus, man. Two years I've been not reading this run? <laughs> I bought every single issue, and I've probably read about, oh, I don't know, maybe 20 of them, I would say, and that's probably being generous at this point. I just, I don't know. I'm waiting for, uh, I bet you at 50, at 50 they switch up writers. No, I'm not saying that I don't like Nick Spencer. I just don't like Nick Spencer on Spider-Man right now at this moment. That's all. Cable, number two, about Frickin' time. Oh, and there's a dope variant. Uh, zombies variant. What is that? That's cool. It's, yeah, no, that one's pretty cool. Right on. Um, but yeah, no, this cable is very much setting up X of Swords on account of, you know, the, the, the sword and all. Uh, I thought Cable 1 was good. I thought it was gonna be a, you know, 
one-stop drop type of situation, but no, I'm, I'm digging it. I mean, I, I, I had faith in Jerry Duggan and Phil Noto, no, no doubt about it, but I, I haven't been a super fan of Young Cable until, I guess, now, really. Uh, my Cable, I guess I'm going to sidebar for a second. Cable is probably the most important comic book character to me. I didn't say he's my favorite, but he's probably the most important for anybody that hasn't heard this tiny little story before because he's really the guy that, the, the, the character design that got me into comics. Um, I, I saw J uh, Jim Lee's Cable and I was like, that is amazing. I want to draw, but I don't know if I could ever draw like that. And then I saw that Rob Liefeld also had cable that was being done in comics, and I thought, well, shit, if Rob Liefeld can do it, so can I. Uh, <laughs> did I go on to become a comic book creator and illustrator? No, but it did get me into drawing. Uh, it gave me enough confidence as a stupid eight-year-old to think, you know, you, you could actually be an artist if they could publish shit like this and uh, charge money for it. So, uh, but Jim Lee was actually, Jim Lee drawing Cable was what made me go, holy fuck. Like, that is cool. I mean, I remember the Marvel trading card image and all. It was, mm -hmm. it was good stuff. So that's why it's a little bit harder for me as the old cynic. And I'm not, I don't hate on Young Cable by any means. Not at all. It's just, I didn't think I would be into it because so far the little bit he has been used. And yet so much my flavors, huh? So yeah, that's what's going on there. But I'm into the I'm into this. I love Jerry Duggan. So what are you gonna do? Captain Marvel number 18. Now there is said to be a potential first appearance of somebody in this book, maybe. Hmm. Uh, looks like there's an Empire variant on that as well. So they're gonna, looks like Marvel's doing zombie variants and Empire variants on certain books. Just so you know, because I'll be going off about variants as well. But yeah, uh, Captain Marvel 18. If you still have time, I know it's too late for the FOCs, but if you could still potentially reserve a copy, then might be a, might be a good thing to do. Empire number three of six. Oh wait, no, we are still on the FOCs. Jit. Yeah, well, yeah. Fucking pre-order Captain Marvel number eighteen. I got lost for a second. Uh, Empire number three of six. Um, they already did a second printing on it. Okay, cool. I guess this book's gonna be big. Uh, there is an action figure variant on as well. There's a Skull Cree variant. There's a Alexander Lozano Avenger variant. There's a Michael Cho Fantastic Four variant. And then we've got Empire Captain America number one. Uh, and then there's a Steve Epting variant. And then we've got Empire Savage Avengers. What? Number one. That's dope. Uh, there's a Sandoval variant. And then we've got Iron Man 2020 number five. That's dope. One, two, three variants on that. Spider-Man Noir, number two of five. Uh, number one just kind of flew under the radar. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I still have it on my pull list. Bunch of second printing. Star Wars, Darth Vader, number three. Oh, and there's an Empire Strax, Stri Strax? Strikes Back variant. Star Wars Rise of Kylo Ren number one, going to a fourth printing, y'all. Still super hot. Still super hot. And I will actually be auctioning off a one through four first print set. Number one being the action figure variant on this, uh, on this series very soon. So join in on the Cheers to Comics Facebook page and group because I do auctions now 
guys Mondays and Thursdays, so shameless plug. Uh, Strange Academy, nope, because uh, that's second printing. I don't really shout out second printings too much. Uh, Symbiote Spider-Man Alien Reality, number five. Uh, two covers on that one. Thor, number two, third printing, and there I go again. X-Factor, number one, this is a book you want to get in on. Uh, just that and a uh, Zombies variant. That's all. That's who's doing the Zombies variant cover on that? Emanuela Lupicino. Sweet. That's cool. I don't know who any of those characters are on there. I don't know what if, I mean. X Factor. What are you gonna? It's another X book. I'll be collecting it. I'll be reading it. X Men number 10. There is a Ryan Brown Zombies variant that's super awesome. Uh, and then there's an Empire variant, and then there's a Zercher Confrontation variant empire probably is what the EMP means so there you go that's Marvel now in order to talk about DC's FOCs I have to give credit to unknowncomicbooks.com for providing me with the information to do so here and I can pass it on to you because as I'm sure you know by now DC and Diamond which is essentially previews don't be playing nice no more so why would Diamond solicit DC's stuff they wouldn't. Um, or at least they're comics right now. Uh, Alright, so on the FOCs for DC, we're going to try to move through this quick. We've got Death Metal number three. Uh, I, and honestly, I mean, I don't mean to diss unknown comics in any way, shape, or form, but it's not really... Oh, wait, hold on, maybe it is. Can I feature it alphabetically? Oh, I can. Okay. Um, yeah, alright, never mind. I've got no diss. So, yeah, DC, we've got Batman and Superman, number 10. Looks like two covers there. Dark Knight's Death Metal, number 3. One, two... Ooh, damn. That Federici variant's badass. Three variants to choose from, so a total of four covers, it looks like, on that. There's an Art Germ variant as well. Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey, number 3 of 4. This is the Black Label book, two covers there. John Constantine Hellblazer number 8. This is technically a black label book, but it's not in prestige format. Uh, Legion of Superheroes number 7, two covers. Plunge number 5 of 6, two covers. Red Hood Outlaw number 47, two covers. Strange Adventures number 4 of 12, which after reading issue 2, I have decided to um, trade weight. I mean, I'm still going to be collecting all the issues. When I say trade weight, I mean just wait for it all to, wait till the 12th issue comes out and just binge read it. But yeah, no, that's what I'm doing there. Uh, but yeah, Strange Adventures, number 4 of 12. We've got Suicide Squad, number 7. Two covers there. Wonder Woman, 759. Two covers there. And one of them being the, oh, I see what they're doing here. Alright, so Jim Lee's, looks like all of the, uh, or not all, but he may be doing a bunch of his sketch variants that he did for charity. No, it's David Finch. Yeah, I don't know. That just looks like one of the ones he did for charity of Wonder Woman. So that might be a thing. That might be a thing. So that's the FOCs. Uh, I'm going to take a quick break, catch my breath, because I've been talking nonstop. Um, lubricate my throat. I'm going to leave you with a shout out to a fellow podcast from the hashtag Apodalypse community. And uh, yeah, man, I'll be right back in just a second. Enjoy this. Hey, everybody. 
everybody. This is RJ, Ash, Ray, Brandon, Harrison, and Bronson. We host a Dungeons & Dragons podcast called Realms and Nerds. Some highlights of our show include wreaking havoc in every town we visit, blowing up hot tubs, killing off fan-favorite characters, high necromancers, inappropriate wedding etiquette, and every now and then, actually good storytelling. Join us in the realms of Pridea for fun fantasy adventures. You can find us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or just about wherever you get podcasts. Alright, we're back to talk about next Wednesday's books. Uh, these are, bu- I mean, if you didn't pre-order these books, you might not get the chance to get them, but if you do have an opportunity or you're going to end up getting them secondhand, you just need to know what you got to buy. This be that segment. So let's start with Vault Comics. We've got Finger Guns number three. Um, I, it's on my pull list. I I haven't really read it yet, though, admittedly. Um, Money Shot number six. Money Shot's just uh, scientists banging in space, but it's gnarly. Uh, <laughs> we've got No One's Rose number three. There's a lot coming out from Vault next week. Two covers to choose from, and then we've got Vagrant Queen Planet Called Doom number four. Actually said it right that time. Uh, carrying on from Vault, we talk Valiant. Quantum and Woody, number four. Wrapping up a four-part miniseries. I had Ryan Brown on the podcast not too long ago. Kind of uh, confirmed without confirming that there will be much more Quantum and Woody. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. I think they were just kind of trying to bring them back on a trial thing to see how people brought into it bought into it and i know i'm a super fan big super fan i tweet that shit out of quantum and woody that's just this is good stuff man uh next up we got source point source point press skylin number one what is this fred packard josh valerie and adam cozart so prince carly being the only noble of proper age from her nation has prepared her entire life to become a serpent rider accompanied by the royal guard and her handmaiden skylin she sets out on the long road with glory on her mind however powerful forces are emerging from the shadows and seek a dark future for the world uh is that a kid's book i don't know it seems like it follows the sidekick though like uh, Skyland's the sidekick. I don't know. Uh, cool. Source Point Press. Scoot. Scoot up to scoot. I'm never gonna stop saying it on purpose. Uh, ooh. We got a number one. Everglade Angels, number one. Blake Northcott and Scott Lobdell, along with Rock Upchurch. Rock Upchurch. What a cool name. Like, that's a Hollywood name for sure. A wrong turn down a dead-end road. A car that won't start. An unspeakable evil emerges from the darkness. No phones, no weapons, no escape. Think you've seen all this before? This all before? I don't know. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have wrote it that way. Uh, <laughs> think again. When a girl's softball team takes a shortcut through the Florida Everglades, they veer off the path towards the night they'll never forget, drinking, dancing, one last hurrah before college starts, and they go their separate ways. When they stumble into a trap by a murderous cult, the stage is set for a night of blood-soaked carnage, but the cult has never dealt with victims who are ready to fight back. Cool. I feel like I read that when I did the FOC for that, so 
Hopefully it sticks this time. Uh, loggerhead. Bloody Bayou. One shot. Uh, two covers to choose from. This is all by Brian Silverbacks. Uh, yeah, this is, he. you know, he's an awesome cover artist. This is his first shot at, you know, doing his own little story. So he's, he's going to bring in this loggerhead character and see what's up. So, uh, from my understanding, he kind of has this whole universe mapped out in his head. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what's up with that, man. So, Brian Silverbacks. And we've got North Bend number three. Uh, so, yeah. No, I don't know what North Bend is, but it's a Scout comic, so it's probably going to be pretty, pretty, pretty good. Carrying on. Uh, Antarctic Press. Scooting all the way up from Scout to Antarctic Press. Where did it go? Nope, guess not. Um... Yep, there it is. <laughs> We've got exciting comics number seven, two covers to choose from. Now, once again, I think this is a Bradley Golden is going to have his Blackjack character in here, and I think this will be the last time Blackjack's featured in exciting comics before she gets her own little, uh, her own little my dinghy. So there you go. And it looks like there's a Gold Digger number one and Arctic Press 35th anniversary anniversary special. And then off-world sci-fi double feature, number one of seven. What is this, a number one? So CJ Hudson and MLS Weech. That's, that's a lot of abbreviations. Uh, Igor Wolski and Colin Fogel. Two sci-fi stories and one flip comic. An International Dust by C.J. Hudson and Igor Wolski. An intergalactic prison transport vessels break down. Sci-fi! So that's Antarctic Press. Ahoy! Ahoy Comics. Ash and Thorn, number two. So, I, I, without reading any books from Ahoy, I could tell you one thing. They're made to make you laugh in one way, shape, or form. Not all in the same way, but you're due to get a laugh when you read Ahoy Comics. That's actually the stipulation when you come over to that label. You have to write comedy. So, Ash and Thorn, number two. Well, there you go. Looking for a giggle. Uh, Aftershock. We've got Join the Future, number three. Zach Kaplan and Peter Kowalski. That's a sweet cover. It's a cowboy. It's the future. It's a... It's a cowboy lost in the in the future. That's what that is, I reckon. Uh, aftershock. Did I just say aftershock? Did I just do that? Yep, I did. <laughs> you know, losing your fucking mind, Brian. Boom. Boom Studios to be more precise. Alienated number four of six. Two covers to choose from there. Once again, uh, I'm just gonna wait for it all to 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 come out, and I'm on. Pick it up and read it single issue wise. I don't know why all of a sudden I feel like talking like a like a confused cowboy. Uh, <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer Willow number one. Oh look at that Willow getting a comic. Two covers to choose from there. Really surprised I didn't go all out on that one with the covers, but I don't know. I guess I can't take a whole lot of Corona chances right now. Firefly, number 17, two covers to choose from. Red Mother, number 6. What's this say? 10 copy infant variant? That's all. It's, that's. I, I don't know if Red Mother, number 6 is coming out or not. 
Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that is. And last but not least from Boom Studios, we've got Something is Killing the Children, number 8. This is probably going to be one of Boom's first pickups from Netflix on account of they have the whole first look exclusive thing. And yeah, I don't know, James, yeah, it's, it's going to happen. So go back and read Something is Killing the Children. I read issue number one and I thought it was fucking incredible. And then I read issue number two and I thought, uh, this is the opposite. I'm not saying it was dog shit. I just... It was, it, it just took a complete turn in everything, as far as, uh, uh, pacing goes. And I was just, it, it threw me off to the point where I just didn't keep going with it. Um, I could say that number one is fucking incredible, though, and everybody says it gets way better after, I mean, from three on is, in, in, I think everybody just kind of agreed that we just don't talk about two. Or at least from my understanding. I don't know, I just, I fell off the bandwagon. That's it. Maybe I'll sell my copy of number one and number two in the auction. We'll see. Check that out. Choose the Comics Facebook group. Mondays, Thursdays, 9.30 p.m. Mountain Time. Plug over. Uh, and that's boom. Next up, Hi DW. Hi DW. We've got Dungeons and Dragons Infernal Tides, number four of five. There is a character sheet variant on that as well. We've got Sonic the Hedgehog 2020 Annual. Uh, ooh, that's an $8 book. It better be big. I bet it's big and thick. Two covers. And then we've got Transformers Galaxies, number seven. Two covers. And then we've got Usagi Yojimbo Class, or Color Classics, number four. Yeah. Uh, Us Usagi Yojimbo. We've got Dark Horse for the first time in a long time. We've got Stranger Things Into the Fire. And that's it. Just three covers to choose from. I'm all right. So I'm gonna stop and speculate for a second. Uh, I guess this isn't this isn't the news podcast. But as I record this, just a, a few hours ago, it broke that Marvel has acquired the rights to both Alien and Predator comics from Dark Horse, which makes sense now, considering that you know they own Disney owns Fox and Mar you know that whole whatever. Um, so. Aliens and Predators are about to be Marvel Comics. Cool. I'm into that. Like, all about it. Uh, now, what this means is that's pretty much Dark Horse's biggest thing. Um, and there hasn't been a lot of the FOC, so it tells me that maybe they're going to wash their hands of floppies, but by no means go out of business, because if you look at their profits, they are killing it in hardcover game books. Uh, I think their last one they did was a Halo book. It sold over a half a million copies. More than anything Marvel and DC's doing. And that wasn't that was just Halo. Like that wasn't, <laughs> wasn't Star Wars or anything huge. Uh, it was fucking Halo. So uh, I have a feeling that Dark Horse is going to be kind of dabbling away. Then I, you know, I was thinking, I was like, okay, what else do they have? They have Stranger Things. Well, guess what? This is issue four of four. I'm thinking that most of the stuff that they might have, just they might just kind of like poof, sell off, and uh, yeah, just get those licensing rights from the video games and just kill it in hardcover, selling sixty-five, seventy-five, fucking hundred-dollar books of game art. Fucking silly. Uh... Yeah, alright. That's the, that's my little rant there. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, image. Image Comics. We've got Adventure Man number two. Number one was badass. We've got Bitterroot number nine. Two covers to choose from there. That New Jack City variant, B Dopio. Excellence number eight. <laughs> two covers to choose from. Oblivion Song number 25. Four, five, five covers to choose from there. Oh, Robert Kirkman's just showing off. Look what I can do. I am president of Image, and I can just fucking make five issues and fucking... No, I'm just kidding. I have nothing against Robert Kirkman. I'm just being a dick. Uh, <laughs> gotta throw, throw, throw shade at myself for not being able to throw shade properly. Gotta throw shade at someone else besides Leafield every once in a while. Uh, only the, the shade I throw at Leafield is supposed to be heavily blanketed. Um, uh, yeah, I'll leave it at that. I was gonna get morbid. Uh, Sonata number 11. Two covers to choose from, and Stealth number 3. Stealth is cool. It's about a blind superhero. That's not Daredevil. It's not Daredevil. Or maybe he's deaf. I don't know. He's one of those things that keeps him from doing stuff good. Uh, <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. Marvel Comics. Let's talk those Marvel FOCs. You've got Black Panther Agents and the Agents of Wakanda, number 8. Doctor Strange, number 5. There is a zombie variant done by Luke Ross on that one. Oh, that's neato. Oh, that looks cool. I like that they don't have faces. Um, I'm not drinking this podcast, guys. I'm just mountain. I'm all jacked up on mountain. Yeah. Empire Fantastic Four number zero. Um, there's a, a two-pack action figure variant on that done by John Tyler Christopher. But most importantly, like about this, is we're gonna have a first appearance of a character in here. I'm not gonna say who it is, cause I don't know who it is. It's a first appearance. We're not supposed to fucking know who it is. But there's gonna be somebody important appearing in here, and there's there's a little bit of spec and hype around this book. So, Empire Fantastic Four number zero. Maybe a book of the future. Future, future. Ghost Rider number seven. Two covers to choose from. One of which being a pretty amazing zombies variant. I gotta say, actually, probably my favorite one so far. It's Mike Del Mundo, so that's saying something. Um, dude's a friggin' beast. But Ghost Rider, man. Ghost Rider. You know, I, I wish I can get into this. I read issue one, and I just wasn't all that pulled in. Maybe it was just timing. Maybe it was my mindset. Um, I just, I love Aaron Cooter as a, uh, art, as an artist, for sure. It's just, for whatever reason, his Ghost Rider just doesn't, just doesn't do it for me. Everybody else disagrees with me. I'm not trying to sway anybody, nor will I ever try to sway anybody from reading something based off of my opinion. Uh, never would I do that. I'm just saying, the reason why I'm not talking about Ghost Rider Weekly is because it's just, I don't know, I just, um, Ghost Rider seemed a little too fleshed out let's put it that way so it's, it's once again art can be too good uh marvel's x number four of six so alex ross continues to do that thing again that he did way back um strange academy number two there is what is that adam's character spotlight variant arthur adam's character spotlight variant i don't know what that's supposed to mean but it's got one of those new appearances, or first, or new guys, new kids from the Strange Academy in there. Uh, the son of Dormammu. That's who that is. 
Uh, X-Force number 10. My favorite uh, Dawn of X title. And, alright, this is awesome. We've got the X-Men God Loves Man Kills Extended Cut. There's two covers. Three... Hold on. One, two, three. Yeah, four covers on there. Um, and this is number one. And it's a two-parter. Uh, I haven't read God Loves Man Kills yet. And, I'm ex and it's really hard for me to be prompted to go through and read back issues. Just because uh, my attention is so focused on uh, the current and the future. That's just, if I focused on everything, I'd be on overload. I already do th three episodes a week and then two auctions a week. On top of a 40-hour-a-week day job, and then a part-time job, and then uh, being a dad, and a yeah, all of that good stuff. So, um, I just it's hard for me to time, find time to read back issues, is what I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to make excuses, I'm just saying. If you wonder why, that's why. But when a book comes out to be re-released of something I've been wanting to read, and it's new book status... Then I have an excuse. Carrying on. <laughs> that it actually does it for Marvel Comics. Now for DC. Now, once again, I gotta stop on the previews. I can't do that. Because uh, <laughs> they're not on there. The previews world doesn't have it. So I gotta go over to comiclist.com to get my list of DC comic books hitting the shelf on the 8th. First one being Batman number 94. Three covers to choose from there. Batman and the Outsiders number 14. Two covers to choose from there. Batman the Adventures Continue number 2 of 6. Two covers to choose from there. And might I say there will be a first appearance of uh, a new protege of Deathstroke in that book. Supposedly. Just saying. Uh, da -da 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 -da. Batman's Grave number 8 of 12 Oh, they are still releasing this book See, I thought they were going to cancel this book on a, Or is it Garth Ennis or Warren Ellis? I don't know Someone got charged with some some bad stuff and Or accused of some bad stuff And I know that someone's getting a bunch of their stuff dropped by DC Who is this? I don't know uh, Fuck, I forget Continuing on, uh, the Deceased Dead Planet, number one. Now, this is probably my most anticipated book of the week. There's four covers to choose from there. Of course, there's a Francesco Mattina cardstock variant. Um, yeah, no, it's Deceased is my favorite thing. And check this out. I just landed uh, an interview with Carl Moster, the uh, artist behind Unkillables. And many other things. But, I mean, on topic, unkillables. So, <laughs> I'm fucking pumped for that one. So, you know, I'm going to be reading Deceased Dead Planet. This is essentially the sequel to Deceased. Or Detective Comics, number 1023. Two covers on that, one of which is an amazing Libra Mayho cover. Uh, Flash number 757. There's a really cool In Yuck Lee cover on that one. Green Lantern season two number five, 12 parter. So yeah, it's I'm collecting all of Green Lantern. I just haven't really been reading much because, well, you know it's it's dense and I read a lot of other books. So Green Lantern is just a, a character that I'm not too into, but I love Liam Sharp's artwork, and it's Grant Morrison writing it. So I know it's not wasting space going unread at the moment in my 
my little drawer box there. Harley Quinn number 74, couple of covers to choose from there. It is ending at 75, guys, so second to last issue in this series. Hawkman number 25, two covers. Justice League number 48, two covers. Justice League Odyssey number 22, two covers. Lois Lane number 12, wrapping up a 12-part maxi series, two covers. Uh, Superman number 23. I do believe that Superman is going to be ending at, was it 25 or 30 for Bendis? So not too long from now. Um, so yeah, two covers to choose from there. Wanda Woman number 758. Two covers to choose from. And last but not least to wrap up next week's poll list priorities, we have Young Justice number 16. Two covers to choose from. I'm going to make a song. Uh, I'm going to go through and I'm going to cut out all the times I said two covers to choose from. And I'm going to see if I can splice a song together. Challenge. Um. <laughs> that wraps up this show, y'all. I got to ask you to support this podcast. Head on over to patreon.com slash cheers to comics. Join for as little as a buck a month. There's tiers ranging on up, and you're going to get cool stuff. So, yeah, just patreon.com. It really shows your absolute love. Even If you think that it's a waste of everybody's time to just donate a buck, you're absolutely wrong. All of that money goes into a little fundy fund, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, we're saving for some sweet-o-neato equipment. Sweet-o-neato? Where the fuck did that come from? I'm broken. Um... Sweet Onito. Jesus Christ. Did I get clubbed in the head? I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, no, good stuff. Patreon.com slash cheers to comics. Also, leave five-star reviews anywhere you can. Leave a five-star review. Most importantly, though, Apple. Apple Podcasts, they are the overlord of dictating what podcasts are cool. We want Cheers to Comics on the cool list. We want to be at the cool kids' table. Uh, if you want to listen to a podcast that's on the cool kids' table, at the cool kids' table, without having to actually talk to the cool kids, uh, you just get that status, then head on over to anywhere you can leave those reviews and just make it a five-star awesome review. And eventually I'll go through and I'll read some of my favorites and your review could be featured on this podcast. So, I'm going to stop singing to you. Uh, <laughs> I got an auction to set up for y'all. Also, check out the auctions Mondays and Thursdays at 9.30 Mountain Time. And, uh, yeah, baby. It's been, it's been a good time. Support your local comic book store. Order your books way ahead of time. Don't wait till the last second. Don't suffer from FOMO. You fuckers, read responsibly. Cheers, fuckers. I said fuckers too many times at the time. Ah, uh, you're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. This is Mark Russell, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast. Hey everyone, I'm Monty Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. This is Drew Zucker. You're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast.